broadcasting from the Meredith Hall Studios out of Carson City, Nevada. You're listening to Covering the Field with Big Richard Martin, Gator Gates, and Joe the Answer Ellison. Welcome to Covering the Field. I'm Joe Ellison, and with me today are my awesome colleagues, Big Richard Martin and Gator Gates. Gentlemen, let's begin again with football. Big Rich, what happened in week six of the National Football League? Well, I think we should start with what didn't happen. The Packers didn't win, and the Buccaneers didn't win. What is going on with Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady? I mean, is it a changing of the guard? I think at some point we have to know it's going to be the Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen show in the NFL. Yeah, um, yeah, Brady and Rodgers. I mean, they were uh, favored by seven points, seven or more points. I mean, and uh, what's this, uh, both losing outright? Right. It was the 32nd time, Joe, that they were both favored by a touchdown on the same day, and this was the first time that they lost. Yeah, that's uh, pretty amazing. Uh, Brady... I guess it might have some personal issues to deal with. Yeah. Rodgers has some physical issues, uh, his whole team. Yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, he definitely, exactly. we have said it from the beginning about he does not have the receivers to go to. And Joe, you said, me and you can get out there and catch those passes. I think that's what you did say. And I said, no way, NFL, you have to be able to invest in your team. And Tom Brady usually does. He takes mm-hmm. money back and doesn't take mm-hmm. the big contract. Um, he even gives up his family for this team and then he's sitting there yelling at his offensive line saying I'm getting a divorce I'm paying this much money in child support and you guys can't even keep me off my ass <laughs> yeah and Aaron Rodgers uh, certainly uh, he's got some uh, issues to deal with his uh, you know receivers but he took the 50 million dollars right yeah so uh, and Devontae Adams said I'll see you in, I'm going to Vegas yeah but Green Bay's in a trap with him they can't get rid of him anything like that so you're stuck with him and then that de- defense is just horrible. What did he say afterwards? He said, we have to simplify the offense. Simplify the offense? You're already too simple. Yes. If you're simple and the Jets come in there and beat you at home, you got, uh, what was his name, uh, Gardner? Uh, Sauce Gardner. Gardner wearing the cheese head out of the stadium? I mean, how disrespectful can you be to the Packer fans? Tyler, uh, Randall Cobb, our, na- our northern native uh, alumni out here, is out, what, two to four weeks? I mean, it's just getting worse and worse, and I don't, you know, I think it will get better this week. I think it can't get any worse, but uh, we'll get into that in our picks later. Right, right. I expect better things from Green Bay. Uh, these receivers are young, a couple of them, and uh, give them a little time to uh, work with them a little longer. I think at the end of the season, the Packers will be better. Right, absolutely. That seems to be the thing, but I don't see anybody saying R-E-L-A accent right now because I think everybody's a little bit worried when the Jets come into town and do that to you. And, Joe, I'm going to get What about the New York teams? Both of them mm-hmm. win again outright. I mean, we put down, we liked the, the points with them, but they both came, they both won this week. Uh, yeah, well, I had both of them, and uh, I had both of them money line. Uh, Did you? I put them together, but of course, I had a couple other ones that didn't make it on the uh, round robin. But um, no, they, those were two of my picks. I'm very confident in those teams, and uh, that's kind of like a preview of my picks for this week okay. also. But we'll get into that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Pittsburgh was actually, that was the biggest home dog they uh, 
been since 1970, and they actually came back and won. I wanted to throw that. Yeah, uh, exactly. Throw that note in there. You got any Gatorlytics there? Gator on the uh, the 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 money that was spent. Yeah, uh, I mean Tampa, Tampa Bay. Bay. Well, there was 96 percent of the dollars was on Tampa Bay uh, money line at po- uh, point bet. And Caesars had more money line Tampa Bay on more parlays than any other team. Yeah, I'm guilty of throwing in Tampa Bay on my minus parlay also. I'm mm-hmm. one of those guys. So. I mean, Pittsburgh looked so bad the week before, and then they come out there and stun Tom Brady. Uh, it's good to see the Steeler fans having something to cheer about. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's good to see some of my uh, Steeler fans at the bar enjoying a nice cold beer and, and enjoying their, their finally being able to get a win with Kenny Pickett, but he is out with a concussion. So we have to watch and see if he practices today. So, yeah. Um, the Giants uh, beat Baltimore. Baltimore, incidentally, the only team ever to lead all six of their games by ten or more points, mm-hmm. and only have a three and three record in the history of football. So they are not finishing games. Not finishing games. They're, what they're is playing well enough to win all their games. Right. But they had a total of four hundred and six yards. You guys, total of four hundred and six yards. Well, two turnovers is what I thought they killed. Exactly. Them. You know, and Vince Lombardi said. Winning is contagious, and so is losing. And so when you get to these games where you should be winning and somehow you just find a way to lose, just like the Bears and Broncos, Mm -hmm. I mean, what do they have in common? They can't catch a punt. Both teams can't catch a punt. For God's sakes, both of them could have won the game. Um, Just muffin punts Mm -hmm. in the NFL is just crazy. Uh, Special teams is the most underrated part of football at any level, pretty much. And uh, we should mention, of course, the big game, Buffalo won at Kansas City. Not, you know, not a really exciting game. I mean, close, but I was expecting fireworks. I was, too. I think everybody was betting the over. I think it was 50. 54. 54 mm-hmm. on the over, and I, I know that killed my parlays. I thought for sure it would be close to, you know, the 60, 60 range at least. And a last-second touchdown from Patrick Mahomes, what he didn't do this time. But uh, congratulations to the Bills. Feels like they finally got their uh, dragon slayer out of the way. They got past Patrick Mahomey. Kansas City needs to stop not getting scores in the first half. I mean, they're all they're doing it all in the second half. They, right. They're, you're not you're not going to be a championship team if you keep doing that. Kind of like Arizona starting off slow. And, uh, oh yeah, the butcher had that. I bet that I hit that for sure. The butcher butch he cut that one up perfect about taking Arizona will not cover the first spread the first half. Looked like a perfect bet. Then I doubled it down that they could have covered the second half. And, uh, you know, yeah, it, it exactly. Sure yeah, Murray sure didn't come through this time. And, you know, Seattle being the worst defense in the league um, just gave up way too many points. I bet another one of those money liners uh, in that morning, Atlanta, mm. beating San Francisco. Now, right. 21-14 at halftime, San Francisco playing decent, never scored again in the second half. Right. Yeah, and this is, you know, the Garoppolo story. Oh, he's here to save the day. Uh, first, they want to get rid of Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, we need Trey Lance. And then Trey Lance starts playing. He doesn't look good. Gosh, here's Jimmy G to yeah. save the day. And he always lays an egg, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> always lays an egg. But anyway. we go back to reality, and obviously, he is not okay. the answer. He is not the answer. So I'll give you guys our first sink or swim of the day. Geno Smith. Mm-hmm. Talk about being a great great uh asset to seattle they're th- surprising three and three he has a better passing rating than patrick mahomes sinker swim 
Well, why would you throw a question like that out there? Well, Joe, you're the answer. I guess he, he would have to because it seems ridiculous. It so, does seem ridiculous, but so, Geno Smith yes, is the number be, three yes. passer rating in the nation behind Tua so, and uh, Josh Allen, and then Patrick Mahomes behind him. So, good job, Geno Smith. He's holding holding it steady with that mm-hmm. lousy Seattle defense. And um, it's, So, it's maybe good. the answer was uh, Pete Carroll in his uh, system and his offense. Oh, that's a good one, As Joe, opposed to Russell Wilson Whoa. actually being Damn. a really good player. Good one, Joe. Making Geno Smith look good. And speaking about Russell Wilson, he's now getting an MRI on his hamstring. He's questionable this week, so we have to see if he does practice. He said he's going to try to go through it. He looked good in the first half, 10 for 10, and then he only throws 15 yards in the second half. Yeah. And then... Two straight three and outs in the overtime. I mean, talk about not getting it done. Talking about, as Vince Lombardi said, losing's contagious, and it's running like a COVID disease going through the Bronco organization right now. Yeah. And one final game I want to mention: uh, New England winning at Cleveland. They were also an underdog. Uh, looking back on it, why were they an, an under, underdog? Obviously, but uh, it's their quarterback Bailey Zappi. Right, but he's won all three of his games. Right, yeah, six hundred yards, just a tad under his five ninety-seven, and in those three games, four touchdowns and one interceptions. So the Western Kentucky Hilltopper, as we put last year, he was the number one passer in the nation last year, but like seventy touchdowns. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, obviously, the Western Kentucky college has a pro form because he just took it right over to the NFL. It's not just the system. Apparently. It's not the system. Yeah, You have to have some talent also. Okay, well let's move on. We have yeah. some people coming back. Uh, Dak Prescott finger seems to be holding the football, thumb holding the football well. He's throwing the ball. He should be ready to go this week against Detroit and Tua Tagovailoa uh, is back. Um, see if he's under the concussion protocol. It's a nonpartisan, not NFL uh team that was going to have to clear him, but he seemed to be ready to play. Okay, and uh, let's see, we got uh, the Arizona wide receiver position is changing as we speak, apparently. Right. Uh, Marquise Brown out for six weeks, so what the heck, let's trade for Robbie Anderson, who was going to leave that team anyway. They were just about to get rid of him. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he even got on the flight home. I mean, he was kicked out of the game. I mean, he's a star receiver. Talk about a meltdown and a dumpster fire going on in Carolina right now. Uh, and they're even talking about Christian McCaffrey um, being on the trade market. And he even told Cooper Cup, "I'll see you soon." I mean, well, hopefully it Rams. wasn't for hopefully it wasn't for a, a, an all beverage. Maybe he might be going to the Rams. Well, the Rams and the 49ers are both interested. I, I, it just sounds crazy to me that Carolina would trade Christian McCaffrey. I think he's the best player well, on the team. I agree. So I, I don't understand I don't that one at all. Well, they know they're not going anywhere. They could dump some salary, but you know he is an electric player. Can catch the ball, run the ball. Money he talks. Does, money talks. So, yeah. well, he is injury prone. I guess that's the only thing you can knock on uh, Christian McCaffrey. Right. right. But um, now we got Dak Prescott coming back for Dallas. The uh, obviously they lost to Philly. Right. And now the Cooper Rush experiment is over with. Apparently. Oh, uh, that's what a great. Job he did coming okay. in. If you're telling me, you know, okay. coming in there going four and one, or well, yeah. you can't beat you can't beat that from your backup quarterback. You just want a solid backup situation. I mean, I don't know if there's a better backup quarterback in the league. I mean, you might have to go to Bailey Zappi. He's definitely filling in. I think uh, maybe we'll find out about Taylor Heineke this week. Taylor Heineke, yes. Mm-hmm. Carson Wentz is out for four weeks for Washington. Right. That's good news. So Taylor Heineke is pro record is seven and nine. So. 
not that great. Not that great. Not but that he's great. been playing for Washington, and he still well, is, unfortunately. Right. And, he uh, will be playing this week. And maybe uh, Mitch Trubisky might be the uh, one of the better backups, too. You did mention right. the... Uh, Pickett having a concussion. So. We'll have to see if he's in there. And Hopkins comes off as yes. Uh, was he injured? He's on injury. Hopkins had the six-week uh, suspension suspension for performance enhancing drugs. Mm. Yeah, well, so. we'll see how he does without those now. So anyway, <laughs> uh, they're going to need it, but uh, something to watch for. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Well, we could talk a little about uh, some of the gambling. Uh, I guess that was a tough week. For uh, the public uh, last week, I guess, uh, with all those upsets, how uh, people love to bet those favorites. Yeah, we had a, one guy, uh, Caesar Sportsbook, he, he, we had a better that put 390000 on Jacksonville at plus 3, 330000 on Tampa Bay minus 8, and 330000 on Cleveland minus 2.5. Joe, the poor guy, lost a total of $1.05 million. Yes. Wow. That's, but uh, one guy tried to make some of that up. Uh, I, I guess he hit, did hit those uh, par- money line parlay in the morning. Mm-hmm. He had four of them, Joe. Uh, he put $20 down and won uh, 2800 and that was at DraftKings. Hmm. So those were not, those were money line bets, correct? He yeah. just parlayed yeah. a 14, 14 money line. Oh, man. You talk yeah. about, uh, yeah. yeah, he was eating good in the neighborhood. That, he, that was a good pick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that, that was no one million, though. No. They, didn't, they didn't cover they the didn't uh, cover one million it. that the one guy lost. That's still, that's a pretty good payday. It is an, an pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on to um, incorporating last week's uh, games, point spread-wise, we've been you know covering the trends as the season has gone on. Right. Last week, eight underdogs and six favorites covered. Continuing that same trend, seven dogs won outright. Wow. Over the course of the season now, that's 57 underdogs and 37 favorites against the spread. 37 underdogs have already won straight up. Mm. And 41 road teams have won straight up. As for the totals, last week, 10 unders and 4 overs. We talked about how people love to bet the over. Right. Well, another week where you shouldn't have been doing that season long. That's 57 unders, 36 overs, and 1 push. Uh, and just some more uh, little tidbits here. Last week, seven games decided in the last two or three minutes. Overall, that's 77% of games separated by one score in the fourth quarter. So we're getting close games. We're getting underdogs hanging in there and actually winning. Uh, yeah, so what, was it? what do we know? We don't know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> parody. It like, There's just so much parody. Sounds like dogs and under. Yeah. That is what it sounds like. But um, And we thank uh, Butch the Butcher for those uh, stats. Yes. Doing a heck of a job Cutting for it us. up, Butcher. Keep cutting it up, buddy. So, Big Rich, we need to start moving on. Uh, what are your predictions for this weekend's games? Yeah, I was 3-3 three and three again last week. I thought for sure like I had that over on the Niners in Atlanta. Like you said, At it was 21-14. No way I can lose this bet, right? No way I can lose. What was I thinking? What the f*** were you thinking? Stop! Hey, don't score at all in the second half. I mean, and Atlanta hangs 28, and they don't cover the over. I mean, I thought for sure. I mean, they didn't score at all. No one scored in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. All I needed was a field goal. Atlanta not known for their defense. Not known for their defense at all. Yeah, so that's a, that's a sign of San Francisco where they're at. Right. Well, we're going to start with the Thursday night game, Joe. We're going to go with the Cardinals. We're going to drop that two. It opened up at one or at Pickham. It's already minus two. And then Hopkins is coming back. They traded for Robbie Anderson. The Saints defense has given up nine passing touchdowns and only they've only intercepted the ball once. So it shows that their DBs are definitely getting burnt. So I think the Cardinals will get it done. I think they straighten the ship out and they get a win this week at home against the Saints. 
Okay, that's a bold one after watching Arizona last week. Okay, yeah, because yeah, I'm like in New Orleans. So. Okay, oh, we've oh, already we got, got yeah. conflicts. All right, conflict already. All right, well, we're gonna go move on to uh, the Bears. Um, you know, they're going Monday night. They're gonna get seven and a half. Now, the Bears defense has given up uh, the ninth. Uh, they've given up nine rushing touchdowns. So I know, and they've also given up 978 yards rushing, which is second worst in the NFL. So I think Belichick's a pretty smart guy, and I think he can use Baylor Zappi in there to make consistent play, not turn the ball over, and rush the ball. And I think they cover that 7.5 easy and control the game in a yawner on Monday night. Yeah, we have been getting some, uh, a few pretty lame night games out there. Mm -hmm. Although the Sunday night game, the Dallas-Philly uh, game, was actually a pretty good one. That was a very good game. Yeah. So, any other picks? All right. Well, like I said about Green Bay going against Tyler Henke, like I said, he's 7-9 as a starter. Green Bay needs a win. I think that they go ahead and they drop that 5.5 and, and go into Washington. Washington has given up 12 passing touchdowns this year and only intercepted the ball once, so they definitely have problems in their DB. Maybe we'll have some good matchups by these young receivers, and Green Bay can finally get there, get off the snide and come back and get a win. Okay. That's three so That's far. That's three, and... Um, I'm going to take Seattle plus seven. I'm going to go with the, the Geno Smith. Uh, I, lo I love his passing rating. He's efficient. Um, I know Seattle's defense is horrid, but I think the Chargers had such a tough time against the Broncos, and Seattle didn't have any problem with the Broncos. So I like the seven points. I'm going to take the seven with Seattle and see what happens. They might not win, but I do like the points. Oh, that's the old uh, sink or swim. Seattle is tied for first place in their division. Sink or swim. <laughs> that, is oh, yeah. a, that is a swim. Because nobody else is swimming yeah, in that division. That's I for hate sure. to say that. Shocking. I mean, shocking. But I think the Rams, are, they, we said, thanks a lot for Keno, Keno Mike came in last night and backed up my bet with the Rams and uh, said that they're going to win by double digits. Appreciate that, Keno. You did a good job. And uh, we won on that bet. Okay. All right. I like Miami minus a seven against the Steelers. Uh, Trebinski is going to be going to is coming back to is the number one in efficiency. They are a little banged up at the wide receiver part with Waddle and uh, the cheat is down. Yeah, uh, mm -hmm. Tyreek Hill's out, uh, not out, but they're they're banged up a little bit. But I, they're going to come back. They're going to play. It's a, it's a Thursday night game. I really like the under in that. Also, uh, it's under I think forty six. Hmm. So uh, yeah, bet the under on that too. Is he might be a little bit. He hasn't played in three weeks. He's been knocking off the cobwebs. I'm, but I think Pittsburgh's not that great. Pittsburgh's just not Tua that great. might be a little gun shy. You don't know how you're going to respond after a concussion like that. You know, I'm just saying, you might want to be a little I'm hesitant. Be hesitant. I under. do like the Miami, but I do like the under in that. Okay. And I like Atlanta plus six at Cincinnati. I mean, I think that they've, they're in at just about every game, just like we said last week. Mm -hmm. They had no problems uh, with San Francisco. So they shouldn't have any problems with that. Lousy offensive line with Cincinnati. They get after Joe Burrow. That's a close game. I take the six points. 100%. Yeah, Atlanta and uh, the Jets have been an underdog in all their games this year, which is and they're both unbelievable. Three and, three. and they're both covering <laughs> right. just about every game. Mm -hmm. just, That's amazing. Uh, that's great. Great stuff. Um, did you have uh, a pick or two you want to add there, Gator? Okay. Well, I really love Dallas going uh, beating Detroit. Like I said, I don't think Detroit knows how to win. So I just I don't they know. They are not. The they is. have a. They had thought they had the greatest offense, Gator. And then next thing you know, they get shut out by New England and uh, exactly. Belichick's boy toy, Jared Golf. But anyway, um, uh, I think that definitely you know coming against Dax back, they have the worst defense in the NFL. 
giving up yeah. over 35 points a game. The only thing that worries me is Dak maybe being a little rusty first game out. Yeah, but I think, the, I think you have to look yeah, about it. The defense is going to hold them. The defense is great, and the and the recipe to win is run the football. Run the football and don't make mistakes. Cooper, great job taking over the realm. Dak's back. Don't be slinging it too much, Dak. So mm-hmm. um, the, Another one that I really like is Baltimore. Uh, they're going to be hosting Cleveland, and uh, the way that things went down last week, I really don't see Cleveland having Why a shot. Why don't you just bet the, I think yeah. if, if Baltimore uh, just to bet the first half in case they melt down. Yeah, yeah, yeah so that's true. That's a, a very good – yes, I and agree the, with that. And the Ravens are favored by six and a half. They'll have to win by a touchdown. All these big numbers worry me, obviously. They do. <laughs> sure, division of games, course, division yes. Games. Your, and division games, that's right. They usually come down right, to right. a field goal, usually. Okay. Um, uh, Go ahead. No, uh, picks? I, the, the one that I really, really like that I totally agree with uh, uh, Big Richard on is a Cincinnati. What the heck happened with Cincinnati? And nobody wants to talk about Atlanta on the on the um, networks. No. So it, so. I can just see all this money going on Cincinnati and Atlanta even winning outright. Oh, we're going to take the butcher's advice on that one. We're going to take the dog, take the points. Okay. Yeah, just in case. That's a safer bet. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, that's that's about it? Yeah, that's about it. Okay. Everything else I like. Uh, Vegas is hosting Houston. Vegas should win. They can't win that game. Their season's done. But I, I talked to a couple of Raider fans who are worried about covering that spread already. Yeah, I mean, and if they don't win that game, they just might as well put a fork in Win, them. but not yeah. cover. Houston's the best one and three team. They want, we're the one, three, and one team. I mean, they're, they're mm-hmm. usually in the games. Well, I went uh, two and two last week. I hit the New York teams, uh, Carolina. Was up 10-7, never scored again. Lost, uh, what was it, 24 to 10? I lost something like that. Yeah, lost by like a field goal. And I had Dallas, and uh, that could, we could get into our You Got Host mm, segment on yeah. the Dallas game, but absolutely, we'll save that. Absolutely. But still, that leaves me 11 and 4 the last four weeks, which is 70%, so I can't complain about that. Uh, this week, I'm going right back to the New York teams. The Giants plus three at Jacksonville? I mean, when are the Giants going to get any respect? Not only are they not going to win this game in Jacksonville, they're going to lose by four or more. Come on now. Let's be real here. And the Giants plus one and a half at Denver. We've seen what Denver's been doing. Right, and not that's where everything went down to pick them, so it's definitely the money line is going, do money I, is going do on. Do I dare say it? New York, New York Super Bowl? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you said whatever it. I you said. said it. I don't think that's in our Gatorlytics. I don't think that's in there. You can get really good odds on that even like right now. So jump on it, Gator. Go for it. Well, right now you get the Jets at eighty to one to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. So the Jets they would won. be in the playoffs if we started today. We talked about how many years it had been since the Jets had won two consecutive road games. Now That's they won three consecutive good. road games, and here they are on the They're road. They're going again. into mile high. They're going to shut them down. That Denver defense is going to get after them. I'm not saying it's going to be a high scoring game. It's but, not going to be a high scoring <laughs> game. <laughs> So maybe I'll lean towards the under on that, too. I'm getting, thank you for that note. But uh, the way the Jets dominated Green Bay last week just uh, impressed me very much. And uh, Tennessee, minus three against Indianapolis. Lately, Tennessee has Indianapolis' number. I think the last year they swept them. This year they already beat them. And uh, they just, they're the more physical team. Yeah, big time. And, yeah. Uh, and that Atlanta-Cincinnati game, I know this is going against the green. I'm going to go over the 47 and a half. Atlanta shows they can score. Cincinnati shows they can give it up, and vice versa. So um, those are my four picks. You pick a Joe Burrow to score 
28 points and be smoking a cigar after the game? Is that what you're saying? I'm saying both teams are going to be scoring. I'm, I'm, I don't know about that point spread. But, uh, yeah. Well, you know, Marietta is from the island, so he won't be smoking a cigar, but you don't know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I guess we got to move on to the colleges now, huh? Oh. What are the big stories from last week? Was there a bigger story than Tennessee 52-49 over Alabama. I mean, could that be any better? Tearing down the goalpost, rushing the field. They got a $150,000 fine for tearing down the goalpost. The athletic director says, we'll pay that every time we beat Alabama. No problem at all. I mean, what a game. Uh, Hinden Hooker, five touchdowns, 385 yards. And Jalen Hyatt, can we talk about him in the Heisman race? No one's even talking about him. He has 10 touchdowns for the season. He throws five touchdowns. He goes scores five touchdowns and 207 yards and shreds Alabama Nick Saban. Unbelievable game. That was such a great game to watch. Would have went either way. I mean, we can't blame Bryce Young. He only had two touchdowns and 455 yards. That's Heisman-like win. And Jamar Gibbs, the transfer in from Georgia Tech, he had three touchdowns and 103 yards. So how do you lose? You don't cover anybody on the defense. That's how you lose. And I tell you what, Jalen Hyatt was uh, way out of the league of Alabama. They had no answer for him. How Alabama like to give up 49 points? I, I can't remember the last time that ever right. happened. That's so I can tell you this. In the last two weeks, Alabama's given up eight passing touchdowns. Before that, the first five games, they've given up one. So they're starting to play the SEC teams, and they're starting to play a little bit better you know, competition, and they're getting exposed. And well, it's not going to go in a way you can't out-coach that you can't cover the other guy. You can't. That's not coaching. That's mm-hmm. talent. So that could be exposed more. You got uh, Mike Leach, Mississippi State. That's yeah. a passing offense. You got Mississippi. That's uh, What's his face uh, from old USC? Yeah, you remember? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I forgot his name right now. But uh, so Lane, he likes, Kiffin. Lane, Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin. There you go. He yeah. likes to throw the ball quite a bit. Sure. So... Uh, Alabama, man. Uh, they could have two losses and be out of the national championship picture here. In well, it's been a decade since they've been out of the national championship picture. So I've just, Wait, yeah, I just want, I want to say, since you guys are talking about that, that Westgate Sportsbook, John Murray, he said, and I quote, funny to finally get Alabama to lose a game and we're actually on the losing side, unquote. So uh, more people actually had Tennessee. Yeah, absolutely. Well, good, and well, that was our pick last points. week. Good, I was, good. again, 4-2 and two last week. 28-14 for the season of college picks. That's 66.7%. That's a little bit behind the Gator line at 70%. But, uh, you know, trying to keep up with you guys, it's going to be rough. But we're going to have to get it done. We're doing our homework, and we're getting the picks out there. Okay. Other, uh, a couple other interesting games last week. Utah defeated USC. Thank God for that. Um, that was a hell of a game right there. Absolutely. Very exciting I mean, after Utah just came off a loss. Yeah, they were UCLA. 14 points up. Um, you know, if you did take USC and take the points, you still won, right. uh, like I did. Um, but still sad to see the Trojans lose. And that factor, uh, Caleb Williams had 381 yards and five touchdowns. So you can't blame the kid from Oklahoma for that one. I know that the defensive backs have been exposed by USC. They usually get a turnover, and somehow it gets bailed out. But they're definitely being exposed. That's the chink in the armor for the Trojans. Yes, and Utah at home rarely ever loses. But they didn't cover, but they, they did not cover. And they, they went for two at the end. It was 42-42, yeah. and they went for forty-one, forty-two, and they went for two. And the Caleb Williams couldn't get the job done with a little bit of time left on the clock. Uh, another game I want to mention: Stanford winning at Notre Dame. I mean, how low has Notre Dame got? Yeah, and this is sad with the new coach. Mm-hmm. Well, he's a defensive coach, and you got to give him time to 
Well, maybe uh, Kelly knew something about when he, he just took the train out to LSU in the middle of the night. He must have saw something in that locker room that wasn't uh, appeasing for his uh, victories in Notre Dame. And so he yeah, and out. rather than look for another coach, they, they went with the defensive coordinator who had never been a head coach at any level. And now things are starting to fall apart. And uh, one yeah, other, losing to Stanford, it's really falling apart. That, that's, yeah, you have fallen apart. You have fallen apart. Mm-hmm. And Georgia Southern defeated James Madison. James Madison oh, finally James. makes the top yeah. 25, gets all the respect. And I drank the Kool-Aid. I picked them, too. <laughs> I went against the, the Dukes. We went through that, the James Madison Dukes. Yep. Um, they're high-powered offense, but Georgia Southern, they have one of the highest uh, – They have the, their quarterback's the second highest uh, behind um, mm. P- Michael Penix. He's the second right behind uh, most passing yards, so we, they can definitely sling it. Now, this might be – Crazy. Am I? Was I just seeing things, Gator? But did underdogs out of the forty-five games last week? Did thirty-four underdogs cover? Am I losing my mind here? No, that's exactly right, Joe. Is that possible? Out of eleven on Saturday with fifteen winners outright. See, as the season goes on, you can just forget everything you've seen in college football, and and just just take the dogs because everything is going to turn around and come back around, and the bad teams aren't going to be as bad, and the good teams aren't going to be as good. But the other big one for the public was uh, the Utah winning over USC, like you were talking about. Yeah, that was... Uh, but Utah didn't cover. They didn't cover the spread. Right, so. exactly. What about Michigan? What about Michigan? I mean, no one saw that. I definitely didn't see it. I thought Penn State, you know, they ran the ball so efficiently against um, Auburn earlier. And I thought for sure they're going to be able to go into the big house and play a decent game. They were dominated, 418 yards rushing. Mm. They had uh, uh, Donovan Edwards and Blake uh, Corum. The Corum, Corum. Yeah. I mean, they're, he's the Heisman candidate. But I mean, yeah. you're not much of a Heisman when you can run through that hole. I could have drove a, a Mack truck through that hole. He just ran through. Didn't get touched until he got to the end zone. I got hugged by the cheerleader first time he got touched. So I'm just saying, both of them look good. Uh, JJ McCarthy did not throw a touchdown. He had one interception. Um, but he was efficient enough to get the game. He knew the game was being won in the trenches. That defense played great. Penn State did score uh, a late interception, pick six, and that was what the only thing that they had going at all. So great well, job by Michigan in the big house. Well, that ranking certainly got shuffled after that Absolutely. interesting little weekend right there. So Georgia moves up to number one. Some people have Ohio State number one. Ohio State was on a bye. They rolled past Vanderbilt, 55 to nothing. Sorry about that, Vanderbilt. You're not playing Hawaii. So... Good. You got exposed by the Georgia Bulldogs and Clemson. Uh, got a you know, six-point win at FSU, and they covered the spread. So that was a good mm-hmm. job by Clemson. Good win. Uh, DJ Ugalalele had uh, three touchdowns, no interceptions. So he's starting to come together. I think that they got a, d- a decent chance of getting in there. Okay. So that's the top three. Now, Michigan and Tennessee, I guess uh, one of those has to be four. One of them has to be five. Well, yeah, Tennessee goes to three. Okay. And then uh, – Oh, so Clemson got moved to four. Clemson got moved. I think Clemson's five and Michigan's four. Oh, wow. Okay. So and that doesn't really matter at this point no. uh, because Michigan's going to have to play Ohio State. So one of those is going to get lost. I see Clemson rolling through the ACC. So they'll, they'll definitely get one of those spots. And then yeah. there'll probably be two SEC teams. Yeah, there's nothing really to complain about in these rankings. Uh, obviously, Alabama's number six. They have a loss. Uh, I, if you put Mississippi or TCU or both of them above Alabama right now, I'd be totally okay with that. If Alabama was number eight. Uh, you're hating on the Crimson Tide. Constantly. <laughs> I mean, look at that quarterback. I mean, they, the offense isn't the problem, Joe. They but the can't fact, cover anybody. 
but Mississippi and TCU are undefeated. Alabama right. is not, and I'm okay. just doing rankings right now. Okay, but when do the rankings oh, start? Probably in a couple of weeks we'll be having them where they start pulling the rankings. Usually around oh, the, week uh, 9 or 10 to college uh, football rankings. You're talking about the national championships, yes. the, yes. the playoff start, rankings. The yes. playoff yes. rankings. So that should start in a couple of weeks. Right. So that's when we'll start to see. Oh, yeah, and Alabama will get way too much respect and be ranked ahead of a couple mm-hmm. of undefeated teams. Of course. Yeah. And so well, TCU went to overtime, got a great win. Um, against Oklahoma State, they battled back. They were down by about ten points and came back. So good job by the the, the Horn Frogs out there in TCU. Hopefully, they get a little bit of respect. I think they're like number I, seven. I hope they do. Uh, the whole Big Twelve needs a little bit of uh, respect, I think. But uh, anyway, we should probably get to the picks this week. You did mention uh, you were sixty six percent this week. Oh, that uh, was last for the week? season. Yeah. Okay, for the season. Four okay. Yeah. Four so two who, who do you got? Okay, so I'm going to go with Ohio State, Iowa. I'm not. I know they're favored by 29 points. That's way too many points. Ohio State, even though they're playing at the at the horseshoe, under 49. Iowa's not going to score. They can't. They went three games. They didn't even put a touchdown up. Mm. They're going to. They're going to be down in the probably seven or ten points. And I think Iowa's defense could be able to hang a little bit with them. I see it being a tight game probably at halftime and then Ohio State pulling ahead. But I like the under in that. That's my under pick of the week. All right. All right. I'm going to take Duke plus nine at Miami. I'm going to go with your dogs. Uh, Duke's played well all year. I'm not talking about the Duke uh, basketball team either. I'm talking about the Duke football team. Get nine points. Miami has lost to Tulane. I mean, they've lost some horrible games. I mean, yeah. they're not that good. Take the nine points. They might not win outright, but they'll make Dukes will be in that game. All right. All right. UCLA plus six at Oregon. I'm going to stick with Chip Kelly, and I'm going to stick with the. I mean, UCLA's undefeated, and Chip I, Kelly back in his old stomping back grounds. Back in his old stomping grounds. He knows how to win in that stadium. Yeah. Uh, he's going to take his boys up there. I mean, they've already beat Utah, and so. I don't, you know, Oregon, you know, they should have lost to Washington State, you know, so I think that they're going to, that's going to be a high scoring game. That's going to, that's a high scoring game. That probably, I would say that's probably in the 66 to 68 range for the under over. So I like UCLA, and it'll be an exciting game to watch. Oregon's going to score too. Um, but I like, you give me the points, I'm going to take the points. All right. I like Tulane minus seven at home against Memphis. Uh, like we said, Tulane moved up to the top 25 finally. Um, they've had some major they wins. The only loss they have is to Southern Mississippi, but they're 5-1. and one. Uh, They're going to drop 7. Uh, I, the green wave is going to roll. So Been a while for Tulane, top 25. That's right. So I mean, I drank the orange juice last week yeah. with James Madison and the Dukes, but I'm going to take the green wave this week and I'm going to drop that 7 points. Right. Going to go for it again. Right. Okay. And I like Oklahoma State plus 6.5 at home against Texas. I love Oklahoma State in the game. That's always a good game between these two. I see it being a field goal game. Take the six and a half at home. I foresee a lot of orange people running on the field out there in Oklahoma State. So I'm thinking that you might want to get some of those goalposts on order there because uh, they beat Texas. They'll definitely tear that place up. And uh, let's go over. We're going to talk about uh, who the number third uh, passer. Joe, you hit on this earlier. Will Rogers the third. He has 2,324 yards passing. He's Third, uh, number one is Michael Pennis at 2,566. But we have to do a shout-out to Austin Reed from the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers. Bailey Zappi's old team, they picked off right where they started. He's at 2,314, only 10 yards behind Will Rogers the third. And he's at Mississippi? Uh, Mississippi State, yes. 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 He's State. the go- great quarterback. So why not take the best thrower against 
the horrible defensive backs take the 21 points. Mississippi State Bulldogs ring that cowbell. 21 points. We love that points. I don't know if they'll win, but it'll be a, they're going to be in that game. You know, I really like that one. I'm going to pick that one. I, I looked at that very closely, and I thought, God, you know, Alabama's going to bounce back. They're going to win. But 21 points is 21 points. Right, and they're like you said, eight touchdowns in the last two games. That's not Alabama. they got a, pro- no. they got a problem in the defensive back area. And I love Oklahoma State. That was the pick I had written down I was going to do uh, on, on the show right here. So that's my two-teamer. Last week I went one and one I guess. Tennessee covered. Kansas Maybe you could have got 10 points, and maybe you could have pushed uh, somewhere. It was nine, it and was I nine. took the nine and missed it by uh, the point. I was right. so upset, but I'm telling you what, Kansas can't cover anything. <laughs> Gabriel, what's his name? Damien Gabriel? Dylan Gabriel. Dylan Gabriel. <laughs> he just was, he looked like he was playing catch in the backyard. They were, they were just throwing the ball all over the place. What a difference a quarterback makes. I know. It was 49 to nothing to Texas the week before. Yeah. And they need... Uh, the they game. said it was difference if Jalen Daniels would have played for Kansas, but Jalen Daniels doesn't play defense, so I don't think it would have been much of a different score. And they had less than 200 yards the week before against uh, Texas, had over 700 against Kansas. So $500. Uh, $500. It was. You're exactly right. That's 701 yards. 500 yards. <laughs> 400, 400 yards passing and 300 yards rushing. Are you kidding me? Kansas, can you cackle somebody, please? Yes, for, without a doubt. So... Okay, we got to move on. I guess uh, we're going to uh, have to talk about some baseball. I mean, we got the baseball playoffs going on. We got the championship series. Yeah, but well, how did we get to where uh, we're at right we now? How did we get this, Joe? <laughs> what was I thinking? What the f- were you thinking? Stop! I picked the Braves and the Dodgers to go, and the 87 win Phillies and the 89 win. San Diego Padres come out of the NL bracket and win the divisional series. Congratulations to both those guys. Great sight in San Diego when they did beat the beloved Blue Blue Dodgers, oh. but uh, they finally they they got they finally slayed their dragon. They got out there. Um, so I'm going to give you guys a little bit of a, your uh, sink or swim. All right. Okay. I'm going to say who's Aaron Judge, right? And. Uh, How many times? David Carr. David Carr. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, David Carr. And who's his favorite receiver? Uh, David. Uh, should oh, be a Renfro. Derek Carr is favorite receiver is Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams. Right. They all, yeah, yeah. And Aaron Nola, they all went to Fresno State into the 2000 2011 through 2013 season. All four of those guys who are now in the playoffs went to Fresno State. Sink or swim? Sink. I, you know, I don't know about college baseball, but it seems so ridiculous. I'll, I'll say swim just to be. I want to say sink. Well, you know, Joe, you're a Gator, and Gators are from New Orleans, and Nola did not go to Fresno State. No, I didn't. Nola went to LSU, uh, so he was a, he was a, it was a trip. But Aaron, uh, but no, Aaron Judge did graduate from Fresno State, That's and he amazing. was there through the same time. And I don't know how they didn't try to get him on the football team. Six foot seven, monster like Aaron Judge. Can you go tackle somebody for us? I've seen some highlights of him at Linden High School playing football, and he was a total beast. Huh? Right, no doubt. So now he's he just crushing baseballs. Not you know, yeah, yeah. and a very very uh, smart choice by him and his parents because uh, he will be the highest paid baseball player. But let me give you guys another sneaker swim, okay? okay. One more because you you know give give Joe the answer another one. Okay, does, so Nola <laughs> right? Uh, okay, Nola Aaron Nola's brother Austin. Okay, okay. they were roommates at LSU. 
<laughs> Sink or swim. Man, you where got are they some coming to buy now? Where are they coming from? So, stuff. well, maybe they didn't um, go to LSU. Didn't, maybe Austin didn't go to LSU. They probably did go together. All right. I'm going to say I'm gonna say swim. I'll, I'll, just to be different, I'll say sink on this one. All right. Well, Joe, you got you got your revenge. Okay. They both did go to LSU. Austin went two years before him, so they didn't play together. And uh, Bergman from... Uh, Austin Bergman? Uh, yeah, from uh, Houston. Houston. Yes. yes, he was a he was the roommate of Aaron Nola. So they oh, and went to LSU uh, in the championship cool. team in 2011 or 2009, and they all went there to 2012. So a lot of great talent came from LSU. That and uh, yeah. it was good for uh, great baseball. Great yeah, baseball. Babe. Yeah, great. Okay. All right. Well, back to back to the baseball. I mean, the Astros. You know, can you, what can you say about Jordan Alvarez? Maybe you should say. Stop pitching to him. That's what I would say. I mean, Seattle might be still in this playoffs if they would have just gave him four wide ones. And uh, what does he do? The only player in Major League history to win a, on a walk-off and then the next day win on a, uh, oh. a go-ahead go home run in the postseason. So congratulations. He's doing great. 37 home runs, Cuban, Cuban native, and he's just doing great. I think Astros, how could you go against him? Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm going against the Joe. I'm going against him. I'm stick with my team, the Yankees. I've been on Aaron Aaron Judge. I think it's great for baseball seeing Aaron mm-hmm. Judge. Now, Aaron Judge is and uh Stanton are only four for twenty, I believe, or four for no, four for thirty-two. Wow. Four for thirty-two. So that's under two hundred, but they're six for thirty-two, but four of those were home runs. <laughs> four of them were home runs. Stanton's got two hits and they're both home runs. So uh, that's just the error we're in. All right. It's Hit the long ball, but you know I did. Uh, I did hit yesterday on the Phillies. Don't go against this team. I'm telling you, they are the Braves of last year. They somehow they got it rolling at the right time. And every time you can get, you know, Zach Wheeler with plus points. Why aren't you betting it? I'm telling you, I don't know what the books are there, uh, Gator. But I tell you right now, that was the best money line pick yesterday. Uh, and of course, Zach Wheeler doesn't give up any runs. So going into today, you have Nola pitching, right? And Nola did face him once. And guess who got the only RBI single oh, off him? Old brother Austin. Oh, brother, <laughs> of brother, brother, he's still the big brother. He's still wearing the pants. He got the only hit, but uh, Nola did have 10 strikeouts and only gave up one run in that game. Mm-hmm. So Philly does, uh, you know, they have uh, Snell going tonight, and they do struggle a little bit against left-handed pitching. So this is going to be a really good game. I'm still going to take the Phillies and the, and the points. I'm at the points with the money line because you're going to get plus, plus money. Uh, this game could go either way. It's going to be a run, one-run game. If they pull these two out, Joe, they're going to, have to be up two to zero. Uh, they're it's going to have to win four out of five. Yeah, yeah. it's be over. It will basically be over. Yeah. Yeah. So New York, obviously, uh, getting back to the American League, they're going to be at a disadvantage. I'm thinking uh, they did have to go through all that rain delay stuff, and they just won last night, and having to play today. And, and travel that's that's going to be I don't an think issue. They even, I don't think they celebrated. I think they just mm. gave gave them a to go bottle of champagne for the plane and say you guys just celebrate on the plane because we ain't got time. We got to play tomorrow. Got to get going. And uh, Houston uh, obviously swept Seattle, so much uh, more rested. What about that third game? But rested. They played four games. They just played two of them on one day. I mean, they played eighteen innings, zero to zero. Yeah. Could you imagine if you're at that game? They stopped selling beer in the seventh inning, boys. Yeah. I mean, what are you going to do for 12 innings with no beer in baseball? I mean, you can only eat so many hot dogs. 
I mean, uh, gummies. gummies. <laughs> so a lot of people like those these days. We are not. Covering the Fields does not support gummies. We do, not, we do not support any of that. But, uh, just in case. You I'm just saying. Some, I mean, if I had a 12, how, if I could have snuck into that game with a 12 pack of beer, I probably could have made a couple hundred bucks <laughs> easy. Because I know I could have sold ten dollar beers out there, no problem at all. So, yeah. Plus Cleveland, they were the youngest team, and uh, New York are a little more experienced. Where I get to Houston now compared to uh, Cleveland, I mean, you talk about pitching and experience. That's what Houston's all about. And, yes. Uh, the three times and they bang it on trash cans. That's yeah, what they're good well, at. Cheating's good Cheating's too. Cheating's good, yeah. Okay, this is baseball. The three times <laughs> Houston has met the Yankees in the playoffs, Houston has won each time. So history right. also says Houston. Yeah, of but course, I'm, from you got, you got some sluggers out there. I know. Um, yeah, the, what I wanted to put in is that everybody knows Mattress Mac. Big sure. guy, sure. He put uh, $3 million on the Astros to win um, at 10 to 1. Oh, he got it early. Good for him. So, yeah. uh, wow. It's hard to go against Might be a mattress, though. Yeah. Oh, you know mattress, Mac. <laughs> it's nice to have Everybody $3 million dollars to just piss away. And just in case you lose, it's very nice. I can always make another $3 million bet. What was he doing? Else. He did the same thing with the Tampa Bay, remember? Oh, he yeah, when he did that. Yeah. If you buy a mattress or something, you get. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he did something. He couldn't lose either way. So, smart businessman. He sure. really is. He really is. So, I guess uh, who's going to win it all now? I guess you're you're got Yankees and Phillies in the. Uh... That's who I got. I'm going with the I'm going with the East Coast teams. It's yeah, going to be a cold you, World Series. And, you, and who's going to win it at this point? I'm not going against the Phillies at all. I mean, I might want the Yankees to win, but I'm not betting against the Phillies right now. Okay. I got Phillies in there. I'm, I'm going to, of course, I had Atlanta over Houston, so now i got to pick Houston. And uh, I'm going to have Houston beating Philly just because of that experience. And the starting pitching, of course, is pretty dominant. But, yeah. but no, I'm with Joe. Philly's hot, sure, but can they keep it going? I'm kind of looking at it like hockey again. Or is that streak? Because baseball is streaky all the time. Yeah. So we'll, we'll got, see this week. We'll know more next week. Okay. We've all made our uh, World Series predictions, so we need to talk some hockey. Gator, uh, who's hot and who's not? Well, Gator's hot. Well, Gator's <laughs> for sure hot. Okay. Well, we have three undefeated or six undefeated teams right now as we're speaking. Uh, Carolina, Philadelphia, Dallas, and Calgary are all 3 and 0. Detroit is 2-0, and St. Louis has only played one game, but they are 1-0. As far as not hot, we have three teams that are uh, winless. That would be San Jose at 0-5, Vancouver at 0-4, and and Minnesota 0-3. Vancouver and Minnesota are the ones that shocked me, Joe. Okay. Well, you said that they they were rebuilding in San Jose, and Mm -hmm. I mean, if that ain't a rebuild, I don't know what is. Right, and then your picks, Mm 8-2 last week. Your season total now is 12 and 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, off the top of my head, that's 85%. Uh, who do you like this week? You know, 85%. I think we got to take your picks. What do you say? Okay, Joe. Well, I got uh, uh, four games on Thursday. I have Montreal over Arizona, the Rangers over San Jose, Toronto over Dallas, and Calgary over Buffalo. Then on Friday, I just have one game easy Colorado over Seattle. Okay. Uh, Saturday, we have three One of them. One thing on that, though, Gator, you do have Landis Cos having knee surgery, so he's going to be out for, what, four? This he's been out for a while. I think he's, he's going to be out for, been I think three months while. is what they're saying. Yeah. So I think can we give can we give uh, 
the other kid the captain jersey finally i mean does he sure. ever does he ever get the captain does he ever get that he has the a but yeah i'm thinking mckinnon should get the captain jersey yeah. for at least maybe temporary and well and we're bringing up seattle um in three in three games they have three points they have a win loss and a tie because we were talking okay. about the over and under and the points okay um anyway so uh where was I going with this? Well, Colorado right. Seattle was your last. Oh game. yeah, Colorado Seattle. So Saturday, Saturday we have New Jersey over San Jose, Edmonton over St. Louis. Now that's a tough one, you guys. And Ottawa over Arizona. Um, and uh, Sunday I have two games. I have the Rangers over Columbus and Philadelphia over San Jose. Now Philadelphia is really hot, you guys. Hart, their goalie, um, he's ranked second right now. Okay. And, uh, oh, go ahead. That's a prelude to my uh, host story, Joe. But uh, the biggest loss was Toronto was at a five, minus 550 and lost to Arizona 4 to 2. John uh, Traverse got his 900th point, two assists to get his 900th point. So, oh, congratulations right. to him. Sure. Mm-hmm. Good player, no doubt. And the other one of my losses, and this was sad, I lost to Minnesota. I took Minnesota over LA. I knew, or I had a good feeling, that Minnesota was going to score six goals. But I had no clue that L.A. was going to score seven. Right. No. You didn't expect that. They outscored the Bears. The, the yeah. Over. <laughs> exactly. The over was where it was at. All right. So is that all you picked this week? Got more? No. That's it? No, Tim's all right. Okay. We'll try to keep the math easy. Ten picks? Awesome. Okay. Hopefully people jump on those. So I guess we got to talk about uh, what happened in uh, NASCAR last Sunday. Uh, we're still going uh, on there. We're coming down to the nitty gritty. Yeah, we have three races left now, Joe. But uh, Joey Logano won at fifteen to one again. Joe, that double figure, no double digits, loving it. But anyways, he was the first driver to qualify for the championship. That's in Phoenix. Uh, we'll have four drivers there. Uh, won his third race of the year and his third at Vegas. So he had to pass Ross Chastain with three laps left. And Joey did make a late pit stop to get those better tires on, and he, he did pass Ross. But Chastain did keep Logano at bay for the longest time with those old tires. But Bubba Wallace, this was the story, Joe, and Kyle Larson almost had a near fight. Uh, that was because Larson attempted a three-wide pass with Kevin Harvick in the middle. Well, Kevin dropped back, and Larson slid up the track to Wallace. And then Bubba didn't give any room to Larson, so Larson decided to take his Chevy and shove it into Bubba into the wall. Well, that caused Bubba um, spinning, and that took out Christopher Bell. So all three cars were out on lap 94. But Bubba jumped out of his car and got a few shoves in on Kyle, no punches but shoves, before NASCAR decided to show up. I thought I was watching a hockey game there for a minute. I loved it, man. But, I mean, isn't Kyle Larson in a little bit of trouble for some foul language, maybe? Uh, Uh, That was last year. That was last year. (laughs) Yeah, and all Bubba Wallace get a little get back. Uh, Yes, Bubba Wallace, the only black driver in the Cup Series. Uh, Larson did use the N-word in a Mm -hmm. e-racing competition. I was watching his lips. He was not using the N word. He was was not. He was using. This this was two years ago. That oh my, yeah, oh my. He was like, I'm gonna get my ass handed to me on national TV. That's what his look was. Yeah, well, he only weighs like 130 pounds, Kyle Larson. So he was he was not gonna win that fight. Uh, The Fords ended up with Logano first and Chase Briscoe fourth. Uh, Chevy's only had Ross Chastain in the top five. He, he finished second. And the Toyotas received third with uh, Kyle Busch and fifth with Danny Hamlin. Mm-hmm. Getting, getting back to uh, Bubba, though, you know, 
he does have this mantra about peace, love, and understanding. Mm. And you could just forget that spiel. This is NASCAR. That doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah, peace and love was not there. A little bit of understanding was going on. It was heavy on the understanding what he just yeah. did to him. So Wallace is suspended for this race. So there was some uh, punishment handed down, and, and rightfully so. <laughs> anyway, so we're in Miami Sunday for the Dixie Vodka 400. Any thoughts? Right, in Homestead. Well, last year, why, uh, William Byron won Chevy. I'm going to go off the grid, Joe. I'm going to go with Toyota with Denny Hamlin. Okay. An upset. Now, uh, the four, we have the, the top four drivers. Logano's in in at Phoenix, but the next one on points, the highest on points, would be Ross Chastain. Elliott's one point behind him, and Hamlin's 12 points behind him. Now, I call this the four Bs, Joe, that are out under the cut. The four Bs would be Byron, Briscoe, Blaney, and Bell. Okay. And that, that, trash, that crash uh, cost Bell then more than it cost Bubba Wallace. Oh, and he, yeah, he should have been the one over there punching yeah, somebody. He should have been holding them yeah, down and let them take yeah, two shots. Yeah, he should have been the one in over there. But then he would have been suspended. But, no, but he did the right thing. you got to give a lot of credit for Bell. Okay. Because he had every right to be mad. Okay, we got your prediction. Now, Formula One is at the Circuit of the Americas in Austin, Texas for the United States Grand Prix. Right. Last year, Max Verstappen won in a nail-biter, holding off Lewis Hamilton. But this race is going to be on ABC, guys, at 12 o'clock. Uh, usually get to watch him at 4 in the morning, 5 in the morning, so this is our chance to watch it. Great action at this track. Um, I do like Red Bull. I hope Ferrari can compete, but I'm not sure. Max has already won the championship, so I'm thinking that Sergio Perez at 9-1 to is that's where I'm going. Share the wealth a little bit with his teammate. That's what Let I'm thinking. Let his teammate win now that he's already clinched the championship. You know, that's really solid thinking, Gator. I like that. I think I might try that one. Okay, well, thank you. All right, man. <laughs> <You're welcome. laughs> now, we were going to talk some NBA, but my gosh, there's so much to talk about. Maybe we ought to save some of that for next week. I don't know. We're already uh, going a little long, but I will say that there are so many odds available. Uh, I mean, whew, for the championship, the conference, divisions. The division to win the championship, to every team to make the playoffs, regular season wins and uh, over and under, uh, player props like MVP, Rookie of the Year, Coach of the Year, uh, freaking Defensive Player of the Year, Sixth Man of the Year. I mean, there is so much to bet, so much to cover. If we were going to sit here and make predictions, it's just crazy. So, well, you have some stuff. What's going on? Uh, put some Gatorlytics on there real quick. Uh, did Gator. any of those sound really interesting? Well, he has some good ones. Well, he's got a lot of good stuff well, here. Yeah. It might <laughs> well, take about sorry. 20 minutes, though. Just real quick. Okay, well, um, the favorites have covered the spread 50.2% of the time, and that does include pushes over the last three years. 51% have gone under, and that is not counting pushes, and that was in the last three years. Row teams have covered the spread 51%, and that's not including pushes. So you want to lean towards the dogs, and you want to lean towards the under. Well, doesn't that sound familiar? It sounds a lot like the NFL. What's this green guy's first name, the, the puncher? Draymond. Draymond Green. Uh, I'll, give you, I'll give you an under over. Under over, he punches one one person this again this year. This is he punches his own pulse at one and a half. We'll go one and a half. No, under let's over. go half. Well, I'm going to go under if it's one and a half. If it's a half, I'll go over. You're going to go over. All right, so we're going to go. I'm going over one and a half. Over one and a half? I mean, we'll we'll give you some pretty good odds. Probably (laughs) he punches Jordan Poole again. How about that one? He punches him again. No, he'll he'll find some other guys. I'll go under on Jordan Poole and uh, over on two other guys. Okay. Namely opponents, I would assume. But 
Hopefully he doesn't punch his own teammates for the rest of the season. Well, that's the favorite right there, Joe. Of course he's going to punch him <laughs> on his team. Yeah, well, when you're with somebody all the time, I guess you're more likely to learn how to hate him, I guess. But uh, anyway. True enough. So I guess it is that time. We, uh, you know, the point of the time that we really hate because we had bets that we thought were for sure winners, but instead at the very end they were losers and we got all upset we were going to win and we didn't. It's a segment we called You Got Hosed. You Got Hosed. So Gator, do you have a You Got Hosed story for this week? Okay, Joe. Well, Monday, Toronto Maple Leafs were hosting the Arizona Coyotes and Toronto was at a minus 550. Well, with 39 seconds left in the game, Alexander Kerfoot, a center for Toronto, scored a goal with 39 seconds left in the game and to tie it up 3-3. And it looked like we were going to go into overtime. Well, the goal was disallowed because of an apparent hand pass by Morgan Riley. To me, and the Maple Leafs faithful, looked like Clayton Keller from the Coyotes touched the puck after it hit Riley's glove. But the Coyotes didn't get an. But the goal stood, and the Coyotes did get an open net goal after making it to make it four to two. So if you had the uh, if you had the reverse puck line on the Arizona, that paid eight to one. But for the rest of us who put Toronto on the parlay tickets and everybody else who took the minus five hundred on a straight bet, we all got hosed. Yep. Yep. That's uh, very controversial. I didn't get to see that, but uh, that's not a good way to lose. You know, they were looking at it for a long time. Oh, I so, mean, I've got the one that everybody got hosed from our, the great upper North America. Seattle, you're Justin Verlander. You knock him out of the game. You're winning by six runs. You go to the last inning. Jordan Alvarez, give him four wide ones, would you? No, I got hosed. He had a home run, and then the next day he did the same thing, so... Thanks a lot, Jordan Alvarez. Seattle, you need to walk that guy. <laughs> Maybe next year. Joe, Joe, do you have a good you got a story for us? Well, I just got to go back to my uh, bets that I made on the NFL, and um, it just simply came came down to the very end. Dallas was losing 20 to 17 at one point, getting six and a half. Hold them to a field goal on that one drive. Nope, they give up a touchdown, 26-17. Still, they have time to at least kick a field goal. They try one, they miss it with a minute and eight left. Granted, it was a 59-yarder, but makeable. He had the distance. And had he made that field goal 26-20, Dallas covers, I go three and one instead of two and two, but they didn't. So I got hosed. You sure did, and they needed a better first half, actually, Joe. Yeah, well, Prescott next week, we'll have a better first half. There you go. Okay. You got hosed. So I'd like to thank Gator Gates. I'd like to thank Big Richard Martin and our producer Cornelius and all you listeners out there. And uh, next week, we look forward to bringing you another episode of Covering the Field. You've been listening to Covering the Field. Email us at coveringthefield at gmail.com for all your comments or questions. Find us on Twitter at Covering Field. And of course, always check out the website for our picks of the week and updated articles, coveringthefield.com.